Welcome to Primer, a podcast that gets you closer to the heart of the matter. As you may know, the Primer is a small cap at the base of ammunition that when struck by a firing pin goes BAM. It ignites the gunpowder and sends the bullet downrange. The point of the podcast is like that, to get you going in the right direction quickly by briefly tackling a variety of subjects like books, people, events, issues, whatever. After listening, if you want to take it further, you can. Episodes and more information can be found at personalprimer.com. I'm Joe McCormick, and let's get you primed on The Chosen. I don't know if you've heard of this, but it was a TV show that was released in 2019. On It was streamed on Facebook, on Streamed Online. And this is the this show is the best depiction of the life of Christ I've ever seen on screen. And I've seen a number. You know, I've seen Jesus of Nazareth. I've seen um, The Passion of the Christ. I've seen a number of movies on the life of Christ. But this is different, fundamentally different. And I pray for its success in the word for this TV show to, to spread. What's fundamentally different about this is that in a movie, you have to compress everything down to less than three hours. And in a TV show, you have episodes and they have, I think they're planning on doing six, seven, even eight seasons in each episode. It's less than an hour. So they have ample time to weave together the story of Christ. And how I found out about the show was, was somewhat random. Um, again, it's called The Chosen. Uh, my brother, Matt, my older brother, Matt, uh, I was at his house one day and then he says that he had seen the show and I'd seen it advertised on Facebook and it was kind of like always in the feed and I'm, and I'm like, it was a bit too much. It was like the chosen, the chosen, the chosen. And, and, and I just thought it was like, and in, in no disrespect to anybody, I just thought it was like cheesy, kind of a cheesy Christian, um, you know, online you know, entertainment thing that was low quality, low budget, um, not worth watching. And they would just kind of get people to, to see it. But then one day my brother said he'd seen it twice and he was actually watching it the third time. And he just kept on going on and on how amazing it was. And he's not a person to, to, to do that, to, you know, certainly to see if he saw something once. Yeah, for sure. But to see it the entire season twice and then watching it the third time really caught me by surprise. So I was actually looking for a show to watch. So I went online and I downloaded it and I was just blown away. Um, what, what, here's just some things that caught me by surprise when I was watching The Chosen. First, it was, it was true to the gospel. So each of the scenes in the first season, they've released season one. Um, they have, I believe that they're in production of season two right now. The first, it was completely true to the gospel. So the quotes, they didn't, they didn't change the gospel. The, the scenes were, were true to the gospel, which I thought was obviously fundamentally important. Um, the second thing is the writing of the show is really well done. So there's, there's, there are backstories that give context to the gospel, to a gospel scene. So for example, the, the miracle of Peter, you know, catching a lot of fish or the calling of Matthew or Mary Magdalene, um, Nicodemus, these are all Gospel stories, but 
the the chosen gives you a backstory of or a context about how that scene takes on. And there's some fiction involved, but it gives you plausible understanding about where Magne- Mary Magdalene was coming from, or why did Peter need you know to catch so many fish? It wasn't just out of context. There was there was a reason for it. In in each scene, there's a contextual backdrop um, that that makes sense of the scene even more, and it, it's moving. It's even it's it's super moving. Um, the characters, the way they the way they um, cast the show is is excellent. Um, the actors are really really good, and the and specifically um, the actor that plays Jesus Christ and the actor that plays Saint Peter. Um, actually, I can go on and on because I believe all of them are really well casted and they're exceptional. As none of them are household names. That I, that I, at, least, at least not my household, I know who they are, but they're really good actors, and the, the quality of casting was really noteworthy. Um, the humanity, another thing is this, the humanity of Jesus, his presence, his personality, his love, his concern. I don't know how to, how to put it. His, 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 his normal, he's a normal person. A lot of times, like for example, in like the movie Jesus of Nazareth by Zeffirelli, it's, he, they're trying to portray Jesus' deity, which I don't know how a human being can pretend to be God. So they're trying to, and it looks weird. Oftentimes Jesus looks like aloof and a little odd and strange. And he's like floating almost. And, and in the, in the chosen, the actor plays the humanity of Jesus really well. Um, he's, he, he, he's funny. Even he's human. He's caring. He's concerned. His conversations, the detail, the acting. And I've actually watched, watched backstories um, that I'll link you to, to, to see the Dallas Jenkins, who's a producer and uh, Jonathan who plays Jesus talk about how Jonathan plays that role. And it's really, it's actually really moving, um, and how committed they are to the role. Another thing that just, I found just amazing about the chosen in, in the first season is that each episode has a moving scene. So there's a scene, a build, a build up to a scene, which, in many cases, brought me to tears. I mean, it was really, um, in one episode, it was the calling of, uh, it was the, the Samaritan woman at the well, if you recall that scene in, in, the, in, the, in the Bible. Um, but there's context to who she is. And the, 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 the moment of that calling of that woman was really moving to watch. And in each one of the episodes, there is, I would say, like a pinnacle pivot scene, which is really moving. Um, and it, it just, it stirs you to really contemplate what was going on actually in this moment in, in this show portrays it. Um, I'm actually watching it the second time. I've actually watched it, um, you know, obviously once and I'm going through it the second time and I'm enjoying it so much more the second time than I did the first time. And I just, I was, I was really bummed when it ended, when the, when the last eighth episode ended, I went back and I watched it. I'm waiting. I'm really waiting for, um, for the second season to be released. Um, my, my takeaway is, um, the, I don't know much about the people that did this. Um, the little that I do know is that they're incredibly committed. Um, they did it by really circumventing sort of Hollywood. Um, they released it in a live streaming, I think it was during Holy Week, you know, for eight straight days. Um, they crowdfunded it, which is a fancy way of asking people for money to, to, to fund it. And they, they raised a lot of money. And I wanted to do this episode because 
I ask a lot of people that I know if they've ever heard of The Chosen, and the majority have never heard of it. So I felt it like I, I need to tell people because this is really, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. It's as a Christian, as a, as a Catholic, it's, it's really renewed and deepened my love of the gospel, the stories, and, 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 and even more importantly, the person of Jesus Christ and the, and the disciples, getting to know them and understanding their story and how they're called. It, in watching the chosen, it seems less distant. Um, it seems less theoretical. It, it humanizes it. Um, it, it. One of the things about the show that I love is the. it's clear, and I've watched some background interviews with, with, with Dallas Jenkins, who's the producer, um, that they have a sense of humor. And, and there's, there's joking and there's, you know, there's, there's a, a real human element um, to, to the personalities in, in each one of the episodes in, in the first season. Um, so kind of in a kind of quick snapshot, they, in the first season, Nicodemus, who's a Pharisee, is, has a fairly prominent role throughout. Um, they talk about the calling of Peter and Andrew. Peter's a great actor, as Andrew as well. Um, Matthew, the actor plays Matthew, is very quirky, very OCD. Um, love the actor, how he portrays Matthew in the disdain that people would have toward him is made real. In, in how he plays the character in, in, the, in the scene when he's called is, is, is absolutely remarkable because there's a buildup. There's a context for it. Mary Magdalene, the woman who plays Mary Magdalene, um, is exceptional. It's one of the first, I think it's the first episode. Um, she's absolutely beautiful and she's so, her, her character is so pivotal. Um, there's, I think it was like the second or third, the, the, the wedding feast at Cana. Um, absolutely beautifully done explaining why that miracle was so impactful and they put a backstory to it um, not to give it away but the backstory that they created for the show was that um, the, the the bridegroom's parents um, were of a lower social class than the, the than the than the brides I'm getting the I think bride or bridegroom right but but one of the sets of parents were wealthy, well-to-do, and the, the people that were throwing the party, um, their parents were, were more like middle, lower class. So they were really stretched to try to impress the, their in-laws, so to speak, about how, you know, with, with, the, with, the, with the food and whatever. And when they ran out of wine, it was bad. I mean, it was you're watching the scene and it was absolutely humiliating in the release, obviously, the, 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 the miracle creates this incredible emotional release because you're under you're feeling for this woman who and her husband that are absolutely mortified because everybody's having fun and there's no one and it's just it great it gave me this just a, a, a completely different way of looking at that scene um historically that I've never seen before um and finally which I thought was beautiful is how they depicted Peter's wife you know Peter was Peter was married he's the first pope but he's married in in the gospel they only refer to her you know, when, when, when her mom or Peter's mother-in-law was cured, there's a beautiful scene about that and how Christ really cared for her and talked to her and acknowledged her and her contribution to the foundation of the church, which I thought was super well done. It was really amazing. Like Christ could only have done that with her. Like he called Peter to be the rock, to be the, the, the founder of the church 
But he must have cared deeply for his wife because she had to make a tremendous sacrifice to, to have him follow that mission, that calling. And that's acknowledged in a very beautiful way in, in The Chosen. And I love that, that, that Dallas Jenkins did that. So that's The Chosen. That's my, um, that's my take on it. Um, I can't wait to see it again. I'll watch it for the third time and, uh, as I'm waiting for the second season to be released. And I'm really, and I'm praying for success. And I'm really praying for the word, the word on, on, this, on this show to, to spread. It's excellent, excellent entertainment. And I highly recommend it. Um, so again, I can't, I can't wait to see it again. I can't wait for my friends to see it, for you to see it, um, and for more seasons to come out. So you are now primed on The Chosen. You can take it from here. For more information on me, my podcasts, books, and bio, please visit josephmccormack.com. J-O-S-E-P-H-M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K.com. All views shared are entirely my personal opinions and do not reflect my business concerns or coworkers' views. If you don't agree with this content, I encourage you to find a podcast that suits you better.